So then tradition, if we look at the word tradition, it means an inherited, established, or customary pattern of thought, action, or behavior as a religious practice or social custom. Or it could mean a belief or story or a body of beliefs or stories relating to the past that are commonly accepted as historical, though not verifiable. And I, I should have underlined that last phrase, though not verifiable, because that's important for you to understand. Some traditions that churches and believers hold today are not verifiable by Scripture. They are traditions that they have themselves accepted or promoted or what have you, but when subjected to the objective revealed Word of God, they come up empty. Folks, we don't have to subscribe to the traditions of men that are not verifiable by the Word of God. Moving right along. This was Martin Luther's byword. Scripture alone is our source of faith and practice. Beloved, we must never depart from that principle. Scripture alone, not the traditions of men, not the traditions of the church, not the traditions of a denomination, but Scripture alone is our source of faith and practice. The Bible says all Scripture. Somebody say all. all. That means from Genesis to Revelation. I cannot take the scriptures like I eat my fried chicken, eat the meat and throw away the bones. Don't apply to the scripture. I have to take all of it. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that the man of God, and that isn't just the preacher, may be equipped, prepared for every good work. Jesus' own tradition. He said, you have heard that it hath been said. He's referring to a teaching of the rabbis or a religious tradition. And it was, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. They weren't taught that from the word of God. But I tell you, your enemies, he said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Now, that's Jesus. And Jesus did not contradict the word of God. He's teaching us that they had a religious tradition in that day that wasn't correct. Beloved, we must confront religious tradition. We must challenge those who hold religious tradition above the Word of God. The Bible says, to underline what Jesus just said, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. They were to go to the Gentiles. They were to be a light. They were to be missionaries. They were to be evangelists to the Gentiles. But they got so holy, they looked down the end of their nose at the Gentiles and excluded them. Jesus himself ministered to Gentiles in John chapter 4 when he traveled through the city or the country, whatever you want to call it, of Samaria. So in challenging the traditions of men, remember Paul and Barnabas, they explained their actions in turning from the Jews to the Gentiles this way in Acts chapter 13 verse 47. And here we're to that spiritual version, the King James Version. It says, For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. Now Paul and Barnabas are going right back to the Old Testament precedent that was set prior to the religious traditions of the Jews excluding Gentiles and saying this was what God had in mind to start with and we're just now doing it. So Paul in his defense before King Agrippa, again, watch his reasoning, watch his logic. He said in Acts chapter 26 and verse 23 that Christ should suffer 
and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. So then we conclude with them that the tradition that the Jewish leaders at that time of the church were holding to the old Jewish tradition of excluding the Gentiles and not fellowshipping with Gentiles was a tradition of men, not the Word of God. 